2: 901. Welcome back. WIP Morning Show on this Friday morning, final morning show of 2022. Lots to squeeze in in our final hour together. What are the top two Conklin bits of the county? You're about to find out. You have a winner or weasel of the year. We'll award those winners at the uh, at the end of the show. But joining us on the line to start our final hour. You may hear him every Saturday right here on WIP. You may have read many stories of his at Inquire.com over the past several years. You also may own a book that he has written, Kobe Bryant and the Pursuit of Immortality. It's called The Rise. Mike Sielski joins us. Good morning there, Mike.
3: Morning, John. Morning, Barrett. How are you guys? Morning.
4: Morning. How's it going?
2: Good. All right, Mike. Let's get into this. First things okay. first. Uh, Jalen Hurts was a limited participant at practice, Eagles practice yesterday. Nick Sirianni will speak shortly. Maybe he'll give something official. Maybe he will not. Uh, Mr. Mike Sealski, in your opinion, A.C. sprain of that shoulder. He wanted to play last week. Would you let him play this week?
3: I probably would not, John. I think they can beat the Saints without him. Better to get him another week of rest. Make sure that he comes back 100%, especially without Lane Johnson out there. I think that's a pretty big factor. Uh, You want to minimize the risk to Hurts as much as possible. Um, So I think you take your chances with Gardner Minshew and in the worst-case scenario that the Saints somehow beat the Eagles, then you can uh, adjust your plans accordingly for the Giants in the final week of the season.
2: Well, this leads to an interesting scenario that uh, Barrett and I haven't agreed on. Let's, you know, hypothetically, if, if uh, I would think that even with Gardner-Mitchell, the Eagles are good enough to beat the Saints, uh, and therefore they wrap up the number one seed. How do you handle Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, until the divisional round of the playoffs? Do you just let him sit and rest? Do you play him a half against the Giants? How do you handle that? Because it would be five weeks off. That's a lot.
3: It is a lot. But I've got to be honest, John. I've come around on the idea of rest versus rust. I side more with the rest. I think the rest at this time of year in the NFL season uh, is really important, especially now that the regular season is 17 games. Uh, and I think we've also seen a couple of examples uh, with the Eagles in 2004 and in 2017 where the rest didn't bother them so much right, uh, that if, if you keep them sharp, it, they can stay sharp off the field. They can, you know, through walkthroughs and film work and practice and, and what they're doing during the practices. You know, we were very concerned about uh, training camp and how the Eagles were going to come out of the gate because they worked less than any other team. Well, they won their first, what, eight games, yeah. uh, whatever it was. So uh, I'm not so worried about the rust. I, I think the rest is the way to go.
2: So, speaking of them winning their first eight games, it's just a, a factoid that uh, causes you to think. So, the uh, last remaining unbeaten team in an NFL regular season uh, to w- go on to win the Super Bowl was 2006, when the Colts were able to do it. Since then, multiple number one seeds have either you know they have faltered from being the number one seed before uh, clinching it, starting out undefeated, or have been one and done, or have fallen short in the Super Bowl, and when i'm trying to draw correlations to what could be a weakness of the eagles i worry about stubbornness from the coaching standpoint that they are so convinced because of success that they would be unwilling to adjust or adjust with enough time remaining uh is the coaching staff at all a concern of yours after watching i guess really that dallas game and a lot of that zone defense and so forth
3: well look i think they have a very good coaching staff i think The season has borne that out. I think what we're talking about when we generally have been critical of the coaching staff, with the exception of what Gen was doing early on, I think, um, we're we're talking about small things here, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about um, did they throw the ball too much against the Bears? Was the defense playing too much zone against the Cowboys when they're missing, what, two or three starters on the back end? Uh, And they've got to do something to to, to try to patch that secondary together when you don't have Avanti Maddox and, you know, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So I'm not so worried about the coaching staff's stubbornness per se. I think they have been pretty good all year about devising game plans based on the opponent that they're going to face in a particular week. You know, they ran all over the Packers. They came back, you know, and that was after, I I guess that was before, throwing the ball all over the place against the Titans. Uh, And they've been pretty good and, and, you know, pretty on point about – saying, okay, we've got this opponent this week. What do we have to do to beat this team? And so I, I don't think if they lose in the playoffs, I don't think it's going to be a matter of Nick Sirianni or Jonathan Gannon or Shane Steichen saying, no, we're going to do it this way because that's the way we do it, um, you know, a la Andy Reid, let's say, in the 2002-2003 championship games.
2: Yeah. Uh, Mike, i got to move to basketball now because I imagine this irked you the way that it did me. So uh, Christmas Day, it's, a, it's massive, for the National Basketball Association. Many see it as their opening day, like the casual fan. This is when they start getting into basketball. And an hour before the Sixers tip off against the Knicks at the Garden, it's a glorious day, a report comes out from A. and you know he was given this information, that James Harden may not want to stay in Philadelphia beyond this year. Mike, what the hell?
3: Are you surprised by this, John? I mean this is
2: but but timing is
3: everything. Why? Yeah, but 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 look, James Harden has one thing on his mind and it's James Harden. And he's always <laughs> kind of been that way. Um you know, go back to the off season. This was this was an objection I had when everybody was praising Harden for quote unquote taking less money to come and play for the Sixers. Well it's kinda of like, okay, well what other options did he have? He didn't do it out of the goodness of his heart. He did it because He's in the best possible situation he could be in for what he says he wants, which is competing for a championship and winning a championship. There isn't really a market out there for James Harden. It's not as if teams were clamoring uh, to sign him to a max contract. Everybody saw who he was in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is what he's doing now is he's trying to generate leverage for the end of the season so that he can get where he wants to be or get what he wants in terms of money. And I don't think it matters to him that it was on Christmas Day. If anything, Christmas Day was the right time for him to do it in his mind because the whole world's paying attention to the NBA on Christmas Day.
2: But does it have to be made public? I mean, there's no reason to put that out there. That can't be handled behind closed doors. We're not even at the halfway point of the season.
3: I mean, I suppose it could, but that's not how modern-day athletes generally do things nowadays. (laughs) Um, They're trying to create leverage. Harden is trying to create leverage for himself. And he's going to use whatever, you know, trick in his bag he can. We saw this with Ben Simmons, right? I mean, how many times did did things come out publicly during the back and forth between the Sixers and Ben Simmons? And you say to yourself, why can't this stay behind closed doors? It's because the agents and the executives who are doing the, the negotiating, you know, want to shift public opinion mm. and the perception of power in their direction, and they think they can use tactics like this to do that.
2: Well, shame on the NBA and shame on Ben Simmons. I, I do have something Phillies related to ask you about, Mike. I was shocked that Gene Segura uh, signed for as little as he did—two-year, seventeen million dollar contract with the Marlins. He was their best contact hitter. Why so little interest, Mike?
3: Well, player in his you know early to mid thirties, uh, you know, wasn't hitting as well at the end of the season uh, as he had been throughout. Uh, the regular season, you know, he got a couple big hits uh, in big spots for the Phillies during the, their run of the World Series, but they weren't, uh, you know, scalding line drives. They were kind of punch shots through the infield. And, and by the time the, the the World Series was ending, uh, it was pretty clear that Segura had become, you know, one of the weaker hitters in the lineup. Of course, all the, all the hitters in the lineup were pretty weak by the end of that Astros series. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. I, I, you know, I don't think it's a matter of anything other than, He's perceived to be a player on the decline, and this is kind of what a player on the decline gets in terms of a contract.
4: You think they did enough in the bullpen to uh, to compete, especially you know with 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 the Mets and everybody at this point going out there, to, you know the Braves. Do they have enough now?
3: You know, Barron, I don't know because I think the bullpen is maybe the one area in baseball more than any that is completely unpredictable. You know, we've seen Phillies in recent years go out and sign big name guys. You know, to to wealthy contracts, the Pat Patnichacks, the David Robertson's, uh, you know, Corey Canables, and it doesn't work out. And if they think that a guy like Connor Brogdon showed them enough last season to be counted on this season, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure any of us to say, "Well, that's the wrong way to go." I just think that a great bullpen kind of sometimes comes together through alchemy. You you just can't you can't predict who or what or why a bullpen becomes good. Right. So. Look, it was a strength for them last season right up until the moment that, you know, that home run sailed over the center field wall in game six. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I honestly don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see how this plays out. It was a strength for them last season. you got to hope it, it's a strength again. Uh,
2: Mike Sielski, as always, a uh, uh, always fun talking to you. By the way, baseball opening day just 90 days away. Mike, uh, you, uh, will you be on with Glenn tomorrow?
3: I will be on with Glenn tomorrow. I'm heading down to uh, – Beagles right now to find out what body part Jalen Hurts has regenerated <laughs> since he's uh, able to heal faster than any other pro athlete. He's so a, I'm eager to find man. this out. I think of it. I think of it like uh, you know that scene in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where Sean Connery gets shot and. Harrison Ford pours the water from the Holy Grail on him, and he just, the bullet wound heals instantaneously. That's kind of what I think the Eagles trainers are doing with Jalen.
2: Superpowers. Well, man, superpowers. For the latest stories from Mike Sealski, as well as jinks, you should be following him on Twitter at Mike Sealski. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. Uh, Mike, always a pleasure. Gary in violence on WIP. Oh, hang on there, Gary. I messed up the phone lines. There we go. Hey, Gary. Hello, sir. How are you? Good morning. So.
5: I don't think that Russ is going to be a problem because looking at the other teams that are going to be in the playoffs. Nobody's coming in really hot. So, and I think Hurts is such a worker that he won't allow it to, to get cold.
2: Oh no, no. I, I, I mean, his dedication has been uh, – I, I, Gary, I've been blown away, and I'm so happy to be proven wrong with what Jalen Hurts has turned out to be. I mean, he's everything you've wanted and then some in a potential franchise quarterback. Gary, as it pertains to this Sunday – if Nick Suriani in a few hours, doesn't say officially who's going to start and it's a game-time decision and Hertz comes to – you're Suriani. Hertz comes to you and says, I want to play. Get, let me play. Would you let him?
5: Uh, yeah. I just think he's a dog, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think he's he got it in him that – at least the first half, maybe.
2: Well, I mean, again, well the game would dictate how long you would play if you only wanted yeah. to play him for a half. But, yeah, I mean – He's done very well against the Saints in the past. And, no, I get it. Gary, you got a winner or a weasel for me? I got a
5: weasel, and it's a controversial weasel because I I love the guy. But Joel Embiid, man, (gasps) from last year when he was pouting on the bench because he didn't get the MVP to that interview on ESPN that, like, made me throw up Sunday morning. Come on, man. Stop whining. Mm. Just play basketball and win.
2: Now, hold on. Let me think about this for a minute, Gary. I got to weigh it in because the last month, this month, He's been arguably the best player in the entire NBA. He's putting up historic numbers over the last 30 days. Having said that, if I look back to the end of last season, how it ended at the hands of the Miami Heat, and him not winning the MVP, then moping up and down the court that following night, that's a big deal. But, but, Barrett, he did have a torn tendon in his thumb. And he played through it.
4: Man, I'm not trying to hear that, because after we lose to, you know, the Heat, you know, there's no way you're going to tell me, with my, my my teammates, oh, we should have had him. Come on, man. You don't do that, bro. That's true.
6: That.
2: No, that's fair that. point. All right. So, Gary, Joel Embiid, a legit candidate for Weasel of the Year. I didn't expect that. Our all-time winner at Winners and Weasels, Jerry from
7: Willington's on WIP. What's up, Jerry? Good morning. Good morning, everyone. So yeah, uh, This, uh, this uh, hurts. This <laughs> hurts. I've been going back and forth back and forth back and forth it's driving me nuts but it's good good sports talk But uh I just say it's up to the coach and him you know I mean let, it's it's me a good
2: talk. problem to have Jerry because they have this wiggle room to determine you know the you know how big an importance it is you have to st- play your starting quarterback they have you know they can lose and still be all right although everybody would be in panic mode yeah. so uh, Jerry I don't think Barrett's aware of this Barrett What's Jerry that? Jerry here is the all time winner of winners and weasels. He has won uh, I don't even like tenfold more than anybody in the history of this contest has ever won with Angelo and company. Is
4: it, is it strategic or is it that he gets in early enough to call and, 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 and throws it out there real quick. Jerry it's both, both right? It's a, I mean, both.
7: yeah, both. Well well I listen five hours a day and oh, and okay. I listen all right, to there you it. Go. and um I, I'm I'm retired. I like the challenge. I like the perks. So. I enjoy the show, and it's a challenge. And uh, in fact, that's why I'm calling. Well, why I'm I would have called anyway. Friday's is winner weasel day.
2: <laughs>
7: Jerry, by the way, before you uh, give
2: me your candidate, um, I've that. asked you in the past how many times would you say you think you've won uh, this w- winner or weasel?
7: Well, I actually looked that up. It was Angelo who asked me. I from last well I've been doing this 12 13 years I average about four or five times a year uh, about 45
2: about 45 times wow (laughs) he's
7: a pro I've been over 12 years you know Jerry you're
2: you're the Hall of Famer when it comes to this contest all right what do you have a winner a weasel for me
7: well that's why today I last year I lost this round Mm -hmm. and I was determined not to lose this year so I've been charting every week all year putting my computer doing my analytics. And seeing who I could recommend for the uh, a winner of Weasel this year. Okay. Uh, JJ, I know you like Doc Rivers a lot. He would have been mine. <laughs> but uh, are, are you a fan of Mets fans? I mean, do you like the Mets fans? JJ? Uh, they, they have claws for hands, so not really. <laughs> you like when they come into Citizen Bank Park and try and take it over?
2: Oh, you mean like? Oh, no, no, I'm not. I, I do not like it. No, but go ahead, keep going.
7: You uh, know, we'll get to the end. All right, August 23rd, 2022—a day that will remain in infamy. I don't know why the Phillies PR club let the leader of the Mets fans Twitter club, the general, go on the field, and throw out that. the first pitch. Damn it, I Jerry! Mean, with you're that so, jersey,
2: you're so—hang in there. Why is he so good at this?
4: Wow! That
2: struck such a chord with me earlier this year, in the in the height of a. A uh, regular season run to get to the postseason. Uh, a bunch of Mets fans, it was 1,500 or so, yes, yes. bought tickets uh, to a Phil's Mets game at Citizens Bank Park, and there is a um, a clause. I don't know if it's a clause. It's like a perk that if you purchase X amount of seats uh, as a group, that someone from your group can throw out a ceremonial first pitch. Barrett, they let a Mets fan. With the Mets jersey on. Hand to the toe in yes. Mets garb throw out the
4: ceremonial first pitch that can't be allowed bro it just have to get they just had to sue me they had to do whatever it is Or all right, Id them a jersey to put mm. on you're just not gonna do that in my state oh my I would have been a I'd have did something about that Damn if, it, if I Jerry, was a player I would have walked out on the field and and and, and yeah you, the can't ball you can't no, allow that you can't you can't do that honestly man. that that what kind of fan base do we have? Wow. We allowed that to happen. It should have. It should have just. I mean, it, it, it should have just. It should never have never happened. Right. Right. No. Uh, we, they'd have rushed the field, man. The old vet, they'd have jumped out. Oh my God. Of the stands uh, to stop that.
2: Jerry, times. that was a strong suggestion so far for Weasel of the Year. We have the Phillies PR for that incident, allowing a Mets fan to throw out the first pitch. Joel Embiid, eh. Doc Rivers, okay, Jerry Jones, and Ben Simmons. Uh, Suggestions for winner of the year, Rob Thompson, Angelo Cataldi, Howie Roseman, Dave Dombrowski, Phillies fans during the postseason run, Jay Wright, and Bryce Harper. We have two segments to go. We're going to run through as many calls as possible. I see Matt and Tom and Joe and T and TR and Will of God everybody else. I promise we're going to squeeze in all of your calls. Plus, since this is the final show of the calendar year, we have number two. On Joe Conklin's top ten of 2022 coming up on the other side, and I decided I always like to look back, Barrett, at like what were the, the you know the most trending stories of 2022, the most searched names, the you know the, the top of everything for the calendar year, and I have some things that I think Philadelphia sports fans will be uh, delighted and surprised by. That's coming up next. It's 9:19. All right, nine twenty-four. Welcome back, WYP Morning Show. Final two segments of the calendar year. John Johnson and Barrett Brooks, and we're gonna hear Joe Conklin's number two bit of the calendar year in just a moment. But Barrett, I love looking back on the year that it was. I look at like some of the top shows, top movies, and I've been kind of out of touch with with, with the movie theaters, uh, at least in 2022. But there are certain things that I'm curious about. Um, I. I think Google is, like, the number one search engine for everybody, right? Like, if you're going to look for something, it's always usually through Google. It is for me. All right. For, mo- for 99% of, of society, it is Google. So I wanted to, you know, check out what are the, you know, the most searched uh, things of the calendar year. Uh, and you can be very specific in your search because they keep track of everything. For example, Barrett, I was blown away by this. Uh, in the United States, at all the different sports franchises – in the 50 states, Co- collegiate programs through professional level. Um, who do you think was the most searched in the Google search box in 2022?
4: 2022?
2: Nationwide.
4: For sports.
2: For sports. A specific either program or professional team. The most searched. Now, you think, you know, it's usually a popularity contest to some extent. I'll say
4: Kansas City Chiefs,
2: The Philadelphia Phillies were the what? most searched sports team in 2022 on Google. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that it's, it's wild. That is wild. Number two, by the way, was the Celtics. I, which, will,
4: I would have said, why? The Yankees
2: or something. That you would, right, you would go with like the Staples yeah, that you would yeah. expect for them. Um, yeah, but the Philadelphia Phillies, the most searched sports team on Google this calendar year. I got another one for you. Hold on a minute. I got to find it here. All right, how about, um, oh, oh, here we go, here we go. Google's amazing with this. When you're looking for tickets to buy something, like tickets to an event, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, go before they go to a Ticketmaster or some other uh, engine like that, they'll just go to Google and say, you know, tickets for blank. Encompassing everything. Music, movie theaters, sports. The Philadelphia Phillies made this list in their top 20. What? Top 20. Where do you think in the top 20... Google searching Phillies tickets fell in the top 20.
4: Yeah, probably 20, 19 or 20.
2: They're within the top 10. No. The Phillies are in the top five. Philadelphia Phillies tickets, searching them for them through the Google search box, came in at number four, the fourth most searched ticket in 2022.
4: It pro- it's probably over the past... Three months that it uh, oh no,
2: I, well up. It, it, it's overall numbers. So yeah, 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 I mean, but number three was Taylor Swift tickets. Number two was Bad Bunny, which okay, Uh and Disneyland tickets for some reason Taylor, they must have something special going on. No, it was number they, one
4: Taylor Smith? Her tickets run like Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I, <laughs> I forget her name. I
2: tried getting tickets for my daughter who's a huge fan. Forget it. Just wasn't happening.
4: Bro, I did not know. I had no conceptual idea how famous she she really is. They, I mean, her, the the nosebleeds in the far corner behind a pole. Mm-hmm. they like $2,000. Isn't
2: that crazy? Uh, now, Barrett, I, I'm about to give you a tidbit of information that may make you feel very different about someone you may know. Uh, Ross Tucker. Yeah. A former NFL lineman. A, my it, dude. A, real good guy. I love Ross. He's a great guy. Uh, and, it, my God, is he a hard worker. Ross Tucker is one of the biggest Taylor Swift fans you will ever find. What? I'm dead serious. We make fun of him every Wednesday when he does a show. He is such a big Taylor Swift fan. But when she does a tour, he has to be there the first night of the tour. Front and center, row number one in the middle. What? So, picture this. She's going to be playing at the Link in a couple months. Fast forward to that night, Lincoln Financial Field. You know, 60,000 fans... 55 of which are teenage girls. Yes. Front and center, a 6 foot 7 inch man, Ross Tucker, bobbin and weaving, jumping back and forth, screaming yelling Taylor Swift songs. I do not make this up. I am dead serious. He's a huge ta- he calls himself, they have the superfans are called Swifties. <laughs> he coins himself a Swiftie. Does this make you feel about differently about this big, burly man who played professional football? John, put it like
4: this. I thought that they were playing when they were just cracking jokes on him. I thought they were just making a funny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that this was really true. This is actually true no it's it's dead Kyle, am I
2: missing any information on that that could add to this he's a uh, swifty he's a swifty
1: I mean he uh I, actually I'm pretty sure he went on the Dan Patrick show one time and he and Dan patrick were were chopping it up pretty good about their favorite uh Taylor Swift song so no it's I legit. Check
2: some swifty yeah uh, no, listen I you want to be a fan, but you can't like you gotta it's like you know Come on now. What, what are you doing? You you can, can do what he wants. You can you, you can be a fan, but I mean, come on. I don't don't get don't recite for me your top Not five, top ten songs.
1: Yeah. yeah There's I, a difference between finding the music enjoyable and being a Swiftie. <laughs> That's a huge right, difference. right, right, right. Yeah. Huge
2: difference. Anyway, yeah, Phillies tickets. Um number four on the most searched uh ticket to purchase via the Google search box. How about that for twenty twenty two?
4: Wow, I still can't get past the Swifty, man. Am I, am I, am I a rootsy because I like the roots?
2: What do you? Oh.
4: <laughs> 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 no,
1: listen.
2: Would you consider yourself a super fan? You're yeah. a fan. You like yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah. You listen I, to I, it. I enjoy
1: it. I'm a fan. Do the Roots have an obsessive following on Twitter so that if you even so much as mention the Roots, somebody will come and uh, you know and, and find your address?
4: No, they don't go that <laughs> far. Seriously, they they're like uh, that. Up. Uh,
1: don't even mention Taylor Swift on Twitter unless it's. Something really glowing and and positive because those, uh, the Swifties, they will, they're rabid. They'll actually search for her name and find people who are saying negative things about her. Uh, our old program director, Spike Eskin, he fell into that trap pretty good, uh, a few years ago when all the Swifties, (laughs) they they hated (laughs) him.
2: Yeah, but Ross is a, the next time he's on, so I guess it'll be next Wednesday. If you tune into the morning show coming out of commercial breaks, they always play Taylor Swift music because he's a huge Swift fan. So it's like a whole, it's a whole theme of the show.
4: I see him in a whole different light. <laughs> Damn right <laughs> you do. He played old line, man. We're old linemen, man. We can't
2: be Swifties, man. We're we're in the trenches. So you know, there was a good chance when he was a player. You know, he's got his headphones on, getting hyped for a game. He's got Taylor Swift playing like an acoustic guitar.
4: What is going on right now? What is going on? If that don't
2: hype you up, I don't know what will. Wow. Go to war with that guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have hit number two on Joe Conklin's uh, top of 2022. Kyle, what do you got?
1: Well, I think one of the toughest parts of making this list for me was discerning between number one and number two, which I would put where. Uh, But there was no question in my mind that this had to be toward the top because By my estimation, apparently by Google's as well, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies run to the World Series was the biggest sports story of 2022, uh, especially in Philadelphia. So, as we know, November was a tumultuous time, not only in America with Election Day, but in Philadelphia as well with the Phillies making the run to the World Series. Uh, But by the end and how it ended, I think the most polarizing figure was the manager Rob Thompson. So we, being fair and balanced, we uh, carved out equal time for both a pro and anti Rob Thompson political ad. So here they are, back to back.
0: Phillies manager Rob Thompson once used an obscene gesture as a steal sign.
8: Is this family values? Rapid Rob can't get rid of him fast enough. Choker. <laughs> I call him Reckless Rob. He doesn't wear any underwear, and he allows his team to swing freely, too. Swing at a miss, and
2: Castellanos strikes out.
8: This guy wins a couple series and starts smelling himself, right? Guess what, Rob? We smell you, too, because you stink. Real bad. Is this really what we want for our future? Terrible Thompson. Terrible manager. He's a robot! People are calling him Tiny Thompson. Look at that. I didn't say it. Other people are saying it. That's what I'm hearing.
0: Philadelphia deserves better.
8: You can never trust a Canadian. Would you trust Keith Jones? America first. Remember that. Is Rob Thompson really your guy? People are hurting. We need change. I listened to Joe DeCamera yesterday. This poor guy was in tears. 888, I'm sorry to cry. I'm just very emotional. Rob Thompson did that. Shrinking Joe spent the entire day in the tub.
0: One before the game and one
8: after the game. It's not right. He's a lifelong bench coach, and that's where he belongs, on the bench.
0: On November 8th, pile on with Cataldi and Trump.
8: He's a horrible person!
0: Put Thompson back on the bench.
8: Paid for by Eric Trump for next manager.
0: Phillies manager Rob Thompson, thank you for what you gave the city. Integrity, intelligence, and the endorsement of prominent Americans. Rob Thompson, what a tremendous human being. Thompson won pennants and the hearts of Philadelphians.
8: here's a guy that won all these playoff games and without any foreign interference remarkable the
0: kind of leadership we need moving forward
8: plus he's canadian right i love canadians they have that great bacon on my morning mcmuffin we
0: need more of rob thompson, thompson
8: is probably the best manager maybe ever when
0: it counts the most rob thompson delivers We salute you, Rob Thompson.
8: I'm pretty sure he won that World Series. We're still counting the votes.
0: Everybody loves Rob Thompson. Except Angelo Cataldi.
8: Cataldi stance on Thompson is asinine. You win the Afghan trifecta. You are a dope, a nitwit, and
0: On election day, a vote of confidence for Philly skipper Rob Thompson.
8: Just like Carmen says, Angelo is a fat pig. Cataldi is a moron. If he weren't retiring, I'd fire him.
5: Paid for by friends of Angelo Cataldi.
2: <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> well done. Joe Conklin, yet again, that's number two. I can't wait to hear what the top Conklin bit of 2022 is. We'll find out in the next segment. Let's run through some calls, shall we? Tom and Sea Isles on WIP. Hey, Tom.
7: Good morning, guys. What's happening? Uh, What's going on? Same old. Listen, the Eagles, I can't take a chance with Jalen Hurts. So I got to let him sit out. Uh, and no, me
2: I mean, it's, it's, what's so confusing is, and I was talking to Barrett about this. I, I shouldn't say confusing, but there's like, like this big gray area when you have a sprain, right? He practiced for the first time yesterday. He was a limited participant. We'll see to what extent he practices today. But I, I, I was asking Barrett, like, how do you determine? Sure, you do like a range of motion thing. You, but it, it seems like a lot of it, Tom, comes down to in determining whether he plays or not. How he feels like will say, "Hey, Jalen, how do you feel?" Like I, I can't imagine he's going to say, "I don't feel like playing."
7: That's true. I, I just can't believe that he can throw the ball more than thirty or forty yards, Mm. but it's kind of hurt. Yeah, I mean,
2: AC. uh, Barrett, do you ever have an AC spring?
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I've I've had that too, man. I mean, well, no, not necessarily an AC spring, but um, I it was actually a Dallas game. My last. My, no, my first year in the NFL, my first year, uh, when we beat Dallas, the the you know when they he did he stopped them again that game there. Yeah, the Christmas game. I actually messed my shoulder. It popped out and I popped it back in, and for like you know the rest only like three more games, three or four more games left. Uh, it kept popping out, you know, uh, so painful, painful, but playable, you know. But I'm not throwing a ball. I'm I'm just blocking people, so you know it's a lot different.
2: No, hold on, man. When you said it kept popping out, how did you did you Take it upon yourself to pop it back in. It was almost
4: like it was in a movie, man, where they take and they pop. You remember Die Hard? He popped his shoulder. Yeah, out. he
2: slams his arm against a, a wall, was like a shoulder. Hard or was that? It no, was that, a lethal weapon. Lethal
4: weapon. That's what you know, that, Mel Gibson slams his shoulder. It was some shoulder. lethal weapon type stuff. What? You know what I mean? Like I would tell, I would tell Guy Mac, "Hey man, put my shoulder back in, put it back in. Ah. It would go numb, and then you know, it it'd pop <laughs> it back would in. Go numb? Yeah, and it pop back in, and then I'd be cool. So I said I had to wear this like brace, man, that uh, you know helped me out, man. But Bro, it's just, it's just what it comes with being an NFL football player. You know, i broke broken each one of my fingers and my thumbs at least twice. Mm. You know, but it, I mean, it's the nature of the beast. You know, you I, love playing, man. It's
2: so, I'm always curious, though, it, when it comes to Hurts, to Tom's point, when it's that, that throwing shoulder. Like, I don't know, you know, is there like a timetable that's like, the standard they go by? And then you hear Sirianni saying, well, the guy's superhuman. He heals so much quicker than everybody well, he is else. a
4: superhero, bro. He yeah, is a superhero. He's a superhero. Yeah, Tom, you got a
2: winner or <laughs> weasel for me? <laughs>
7: I have a guy. I really don't know if I should say his name on here, but I got to say it anyway. There's more than a weasel. This guy, Vladimir Putin.
2: No, no, too serious. Too serious, Tom. (laughs) I'm going to go Putin. Of course he'd win Weasel of the Year. No, it's too serious. This is Sports Show. Two one five five nine two nine four.
4: That's like really life or death there. I
2: know, Tom. Jeez. No kidding. He's Weasel of the Year. Uh, T. T.R., oh, Debbie, Paul, Will of God. Everybody hang tight. If you want last chance to get in. Oh, I just say Will of God. Will of God. <laughs> I still don't know his, like, birth name. I only know him as Will of God. Of God. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> of is his middle name. <laughs> uh, looking for winner of the year and weasel of the year. Last chance to get in win some awesome prizes. as We wrap up 2022 final show Uh, of the year for the WIP morning show. It's 9.39. All right, 9.43, final segment of the morning show. In a couple minutes, we're going to hear the top Joe Conklin bit of 2022. Right after that, we'll award some uh, prizes to the winner of the year and the weasel of the year. But let's squeeze in some calls before we do so. T in Collegeville is on WIPT. T, how you been, man?
6: Hey, happy holidays. Good morning, gentlemen. How morning,
4: T. Morning, morning.
6: Hey, I got to make this quick. I got to get some diesel here for the tractor. Um, real quick, man, it's, it's crazy <laughs> to see uh, Jan Yassin just graduate for the Eagles fandom. Because where you were in the summer and offseason, uh, where you are now, uh, have you grown? Uh, it's, just well, a, it's a beautiful thing, man. T- to be, t- a few times. Now
2: listen, T, I I you know, I mean, there are people in this industry who will never admit when they are wrong. They, they will ride it to no end. I was right the whole time. No one was right about Jalen Hurts. Everybody was wrong to some extent. What he has done this season is incredible, and I'm so happy to be proven wrong, and he is the reason the Eagles are in this situation now.
6: Absolutely, man, and I, and and I agree with what you said, cause you know somebody like Angelo, I'm not saying no names, would not admit he's wrong. But uh, even though <laughs> you gotta love him, uh, and you're gonna miss him too when he's gone. Of course, absolutely. Uh, and, and, and on, a, I got a weasel here. On a side note, hey Barrett, man, I gotta know, man, just because I thought of that Andy Reid little commercial ad, is he like a snacker or like a hoarder or like is he and like engulfed in food? Like what kind of cat is he? Cause I love to eat with Andy Reid. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He just look like he get down, man. He like extra gravy on everything, extra man. You know what I mean? He just look like one of them cats, man. You know, I I, like?
4: I never played for him, but I do know him, and um – um. I tell you, he's a workaholic, man. You know, he, he doesn't do anything but work. He's, Does, he now, stays the de- now, hold then. on a
2: minute. Hold on. T, he's not answering the question. Barrett. He's not. In, in he's his office. Right. You got to go to any way no, 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 office. No, no, no. Does to... he have multiple drawers on his desk full of snack
4: foods? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> paperwork <laughs> upon paperwork <laughs> upon paperwork. That's what he has on his desk, you know. <laughs> Tapes and everything else, you know. So,
6: hey, Barrett, you know it's a big deal. You know, he got some snacks somewhere. It might no, not hey, be on his desk. a drawer
4: somewhere. Well, look at this, though. Listen to this. Hey, T. I, have played with, uh, I actually played under Ray Rose. Now, when I went to his room, I saw cans of dip, a little moonshine in the quarter. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I've, had, I've had it all. And a couple of bend slips on the side. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> See, right, well, look, look, I appreciate the call. Happy holidays to everybody. But, look, I got some that not everyone's, everyone's going to bring in voice of Weasel. Hmm. But mine's accredited. Everyone's bringing you something that's one day at a time and it's not accredited. We've actually been voted. The worst city to drive in, like not top ten, not no, the worst when it comes to parking, fuel, construction, because you know our construction has construction. Mm. Uh, you know we all lay away every time when they want to fix something, uh, routes, uh, you name it. But it's been voted the worst city to drive in. So, in 2020. Are we nominating? Oh, Penn,
2: are we nominating Pendon as the weasel of the year?
6: Just Philly. I mean, all of it. Philly. Dots, the roadways. Maybe. Everywhere They're... you drive, there's a detour. There's construction. It's broken. Look, they put water in the potholes just so they act like
2: they fix it and then blow out your tire. <laughs> I Man, it's the worst. See, you're not going to win, but I love that call. The Philadelphia roadways and, and, you know, like the parking authority and everything, all things car-related, that would be like Weasel of the Lifetime. So, right, I mean, right. Weasel of the Year would understate it.
3: Bro, when
4: I first got drafted here. I had never seen cars parked in the middle of the street. Like, oh, on the median there? Yeah. What is this?
2: Yeah, it's, dude, it's an adjustment, man. I, I hear right. that same story. TR and Winfield's on WIP. How you doing, TR? Doing
5: good, man. No complaints, man. No complaints at all. I was running to say something about the six, but I'm thinking about now about uh, Jalen. I think we we should let him play, but then again, if he can practice he's strong and his arms are locate, I'm just concerned. About once he falls on it again, somebody purposely slams him on that side. He has the A-C separation. Because we don't even know what – they never said what degree the separation was. I had a few of them from boxing.
2: I mean, and so, Barrett, Barrett, they're going to be doing that anyway, right? Absolutely, like, absolutely. Whatever game he plays next. I mean, if you're the opposing defense, you're looking to land on that shoulder. Or get it – throw right. that shoulder down.
4: Well, I mean, that, that's... Now, that Lane, now that
5: Lane Johnson isn't playing, now I'm concerned about somebody to get to him. You know, mm. that's my only concern. If Lane was still in there, I would see Gwen putting it. But now that Lane's not in – I don't think we need to put him in right now, take a chance with him, you know, for the season, for the rest of the season coming up
4: right now.
2: No, it's, it's a very fair point, T.R.
4: Absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah. I, 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 you know, I used to talk to, uh, you know, I talked to Seth all the time. And Seth said, you know, th- their mantra going out there on the field when they played, he said, look, man, we're trying to see how good the, the second team quarterback is. Well, I want to see the backup quarterback. That's right. what their mantra was. So you best believe, you know, all those guys, Cam Jordan, all those guys be looking to make sure they try to cancel this uh, new year.
2: A T R, we got for me a winner or a weasel.
4: Um, I have a winner. Okay, but I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna say because no
5: one ever, no team has ever done what the Phillies did. Let's go to the World Series with the record that they had.
2: You know. Mm. But, so I mean, would you? Would you want to nominate the Phillies as a whole? They have not been uh, nominated yet.
5: Yeah, because you can't just say Bryce. Right? it's like like uh, uh the, the Kelsey said, it's the whole team. Bryce didn't do everything by itself.
2: Okay. All right, so No, I got you. I, 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 let me put you on hold because i got to squeeze in some calls. The 2022 Phillies. All right, next couple of callers. I only want your winner or weasel. Debbie in Maple Shade, do you have a winner or weasel for us?
3: Winner, Middleton, for spending the money and getting a great team. All right.
2: John Middleton as Chester for winner. Hang in there. Paul in Chester County. Paul, what's your winner or weasel?
6: My weasel is ESPN for disrespecting the Eagles, the Phillies. <gasps> and the biggest thing they did, people don't realize, when they took the Thursday night game, I know old people who don't have cable and can't watch football anymore. Oh, They're my weasel. Oh, man. They're my weasel, man. Because I know some old people who complain about that, man, that they cannot watch Thursday night football because because of that. They're
2: All right, well, my you, weasel. Well, are you, are you danced around there. Are you saying ESPN or the NFL? No, ESPN. All
6: right, ESPN.
2: ESPN. Hang in there. I got you. I got you. Gary, who's your weasel?
6: Uh, weasel, Dane Snyder.
2: Dan Snyder as we – well, that's, that's, oh, that's I, pretty good. That's too. a good one. All right, well, uh, while we mull over who we will select as winner and weasel, Kyle, what's the
1: number one Conklin bit of 2022? All right, uh, so I think this is the perfect way to end the show, and the year, because uh, this one is a Joe Conklin classic bit. It's actually the first time I've ever personally – got to produce this bit um it's got a little bit of everything in it including uh, an homage to one of our very own here in the morning show so without further ado coming in at number one is the self-explanatory things you'll never hear
5: and now things you'll never hear
1: and another great
0: call by the referees mike i've been broadcasting games for 74 years and this is by far The best officiated game I have ever seen. (laughs) Kudos to Scott Halverson and Alex Kemp. True that.
8: Joel Embiid playing in his 185th straight game is the fastest man on the court. He's in amazing shape. He's way too good. The arduous off-season conditioning program paying huge dividends. Please welcome Gold Glove Award winner, first baseman, Reese
0: Huskins! That's four gold gloves at four different positions, L.A. Mercy. They may have to name the award after (laughs) him soon.
5: Hello, Angelo, it's Gabe Kapler. I wish you the best version of your retirement. My only hope is that the New Morning Show keep taking phone calls from Will of
0: God. His insights into sports are incredible. Give us insight, and Fletcher Cox stops him again!
8: It's like hitting a brick wall. You can't move Cox an inch.
0: Cox is playing like he's headed for another Pro Bowl.
8: If Howie Roseman is smart, he'll link Cox to another $14 million deal right now.
0: Before someone else does... Here's Ben Simmons, 22 of 24 from the line at 12 for 13 from three. He's about to seal the NBA title for the Brooklyn Nets. And Simmons nails it. The Nets win and they mob MVP Ben Simmons.
8: The courageous Ben Simmons. He fears no man.
5: I can't say enough about the superb umpiring in this game. Angel Hernandez and his crew chief have just done an outstanding job this whole series. No that about it. The excellent quality of officiating is what makes this country great.
0: Here's the punt taken by Covey at the 25. Avoids a tackler. 35-40. <laughs>
8: he takes out two more defenders. It's Covey going all the way for a Touchdown. Don't kick the ball to Britton Covey or you better be prepared for the consequences. (laughs) So it's with great pleasure that we induct Al Morganti into the Hockey Hall of Fame. This one is a no-brainer. No one worked harder for this than Al Morganti.
5: Things you'll never hear
2: that was good how do you do it conklin (laughs) Uh, JoeConklin.com. all right we got to award some winners here barrett brooks i'll go first i have weasel of the year great suggestions but i believe i think it was paul who came in with it at the very end here Uh, there is no network i have despised more over the last five years and especially this year than espn and them just pushing the cowboys to no end while ignoring all things Philadelphia sports. So congratulations. The weasel of the year is ESPN. uh, And Paul will win a $25 gift card to and Brewing Company and a Philadelphia Eagles t-shirt. Barrett Brooks, who's the winner of the
4: year? Uh, Run back to him again.
2: So we have Rob Thompson, Angelo Cataudi, Howie Roseman, Dave Dombrowski, the Phillies fans during the postseason run, Jay Wright, Bryce Harper, and the 2022 Phillies.
4: Well, I, I I'm kind of torn between the 2022 Phillies and Bryce Harper. That mm. hit, you know, in, you know, in in the
2: bedlam at the park.
4: That bedlam at the
2: bank. I, I right. got at the at the bank. I, I got to go with bank. that man.
4: That that home run, you know, you just knew it from that point on. Let's let's rock, man. That's a, I'm, go, I'm going. We're going, with going that.
2: Bryce Harper, winner of the year, Dominic, Congratulations! You have won a fifty dollar gift card to Smashburger and a WIP hat and t shirt compo. Uh, Nick Coppola, it's time to do a wrap. All right, all right, all right. So the line of the day is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Uh, line of the day came late in the show from TR asking Barrett about Andy Reid.
6: Hey, Barrett, man, I got to know, man, just because I thought of that Andy Reid little commercial ad, is he like a snacker or like a hoarder or like is he and like engulfing food? Like what kind of cat is he? Because I love to eat with Andy Reid. <laughs>
2: That was good. You know, you know he's got a chest full of food in his office. Come on oh, now. I
4: know me, you know, he probably gets delivered. You know, <laughs> <laughs> his Doordash awesome, is
2: full, babe. All right, we've got our final read on our Twitter poll. All right, the final uh,
1: read on the Twitter question of the day. It's brought to you by Armand Chevrolet. Armand Chevrolet's Red Tag Year End Event, and soon visit ArmandChevrolet.com. Find new roads to Armand
2: Chevrolet closer than you think. Which of these two is more important, the Eagles lock up the number one seed or playing it safe with Hurts? 77% voted Eagles lock up number one Knock seed. Knock up that number one seed. Wow, Exactamundo. Exactly. Uh, th- uh, Nick Coppola, thanks, man. Kyle Quinn, engineering. Uh, Barrett, always a pleasure,
4: man. Definitely a pleasure, bro. All
2: right, everybody have a half, happy, safe New Year's Eve. Coming up next in for the midday crew, Rob Cherry and Marcus Hayes. Don't go anywhere. Uh, have a wonderful weekend, everybody. See you.